My name? I will not sell short because I worked hard to earn everything my name represent. The going without, the 80 hours a week to feed my seed, the overcoming the stereo. It's the future I type. Write my own picture, face the flames. When I mess up, I did my tour, hung my soul on the wire, choose to do good, even when the gun is in my hand. My life is not an hourglass, even if I'm made of sand. So to let anyone borrow my name, it's like MJ. Hard work is a price, and it's life. I stayed up while people slept at night. So if you don't understand why, then you haven't worked hard enough. Because if you did, you wouldn't approach me like the other half of the jawbridge, the other half of a marriage. My name is all I got, all I remember by, trace the history books by. So why would I loan it for less than anything but the best? I apologize even when wrong. The bigger picture, always have to sacrifice. And I'm trying to teach you what is life. So no, this is not a crisis. This is my name. What is about? There's something evolving. Whatever may come. The world keeps revolving They say the next big thing is here That the revolution's near But to me it seems quite clear That it's all just a little bit of history repeating Back to another edition of the Smoke and Rhyme Show. This is your boy Rex 45, DJ Ghetto Hype, Reggae G, in the building today, um, holding it down. Unfortunately, Reggae G and uh, Ghetto Hype is not in the building, so you're stuck with 45, holding it down all night. Lots of poetry, uh, marijuana talk, and all that fun stuff. Give us a shout, 617 440 Eight seven 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 seven. Tell me what you think. Um, it's the poetry time of the night. We're taking over. Shout out to Shabu. Uh, always holding it down on that Monday night before us. It's uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. You know the weather is beautiful out there. 
not freezing like the last few weeks, so that is a um, a big plus, right? You know, we can't be um, freezing. So spring is around the corner. Um, feeling good about that. Um, we definitely like the, uh, the the springtime for sure. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy fun tonight. Um, we have lots of poetry. These poets tonight are... Uh, um, it's going to be a fun night. So, uh, again, give us a shout, 617-440-8777. Um, check us out on all the um, media platforms, B87FM, um, B87FM.com. Um, you know, the Twitters, the Snapchats, the Instagram, everywhere, uh, B87FM. If you like what you're hearing on this poetry show, uh, you can check out all our old shows at um, Smoking Rhymes. Um, I'm sorry, Smoking Rhymes, yeah. It is, uh, email us at poetry at smokingrhymes.com if you're interested. If you want to hear our show, check out soundcloud.com uh, forward slash rexy45. Um, you can, you know, listen to all the shows. I also have um, fanatic sports shows out there as well. So if you're into uh, sports or poetry or both, definitely take a listen. I think you will um, have fun. Uh, a lot of things happening uh, this coming weekend. Wow. Uh, Morgan Heritage Grammy Award winning Morgan Heritage will be here February uh, 25th in a couple of days. Um, so definitely, if you haven't gotten your tickets, Brighton Music Hall, um, grab your ticket. It is an 18-plus show. Doors open at 8, showtime 9. Um, I believe this one, you'll probably have music by uh, Jay Cool, uh, I'm pretty sure, and probably VOG's uh, hosting that one. Um, we also have the Inside the Dance Hall um, anniversary concert, the 12th year of doing Inside the Dance Hall. It's a big deal. Barrington Levy, Christopher Martin, um, version, and more. Lots of uh, fun stuff coming up. And as the weather gets better, you got Common Kings as well coming out March 8th. Um, they're going to be at Middle East downstairs. Um, it's going to be a, a I got to say, it got to be a good time. I can go on and on, but we're not going to do that. We're going to get into the, the, the poetry and uh, give some good stuff. Um, the first poet coming up is going to be uh, uh, Nate Williams. She said no. Uh, this one right here is, uh, is, is it's going to be a fun night. Definitely, uh, you know, keep it locked and give us a call. Uh, because it, it's going to be insane. So without uh, any longer, here you go, Nate Williams. She said no. Red light for tonight, just stop. But he heard go. Brian from the third row of calculus. But he thought they had chemistry. Already been on three or four dates with her mentally. Thought to himself, how could I get this chick into me? Does she even remember me? Or is she trying to fender me? You know, play me kinda like guitar Been subpar all my life, so I never get far With a female, not even a wave like a seashell Nice guys finish last, waiting's lame, I want it fast So he asked her out, to lunch at a coffee house She smiled, declined, homework had her night tied up He tried the next morning, but she had a meeting She's hoping he caught the drift, he seemed sweet But that was it, not her type, but that's alright Plus she liked another guy in fact, her and him were slowly becoming better friends. Had themselves a steady date with lattes. It was going great, but cut short like a Marine's hair. 
had to leave to take his niece to her friend Claire's. Kiss on the cheek he pieced, but she stayed till they closed. Thanked the waitress and strolled to the end of the road. Where she parked, it was dark, so she didn't see him coming. Facing the dirt hurt, then the perp said something. Are you free now? That voice had to be Brian's. Tried to move, couldn't get loose, and soon started crying. Screamed, but it was muffled. Moved with all her muscles. Praying someone would walk by to save her from the trouble. It was no use. He was stronger than she. Did the deed laugh, cause this night was the night of his dreams. He leaves and she's left with the weight of defeat. Gets up and separates her summer dress from the leaves. Goes home, takes a shower and makes her way to the sheets. Thinking who should she tell? Cause she called the police? But the embarrassment is tearing her broken heart at the seams. Deciding this night's a secret that is better to keep. When I was just a little girl, I asked my mother, what will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be pretty? Will I be pretty? What comes next? <laughs> oh, right. Will I be rich, which is almost pretty depending on where you shop. And the pretty question infects from conception, passing blood and breath into cells. The word hangs from our mother's hearts in a shrill fluorescent floodlight of worry. Will I be wanted, worthy, pretty? But puberty left me this funhouse mirror dryad, teeth set at science fiction angles, crooked nose, face donkey long, and pockmarked where the hormones went, finger painting my poor mother. How could this happen? You'll have porcelain skin as soon as we can see a dermatologist. You sucked your thumb, that's why your teeth look like that. You were hit in the face with a frisbee when you were six, otherwise your nose would have been just fine. Don't worry, we'll get it all fixed, she would say, grasping my face, twisting it this way, then that, as though it were a cabbage she might buy. But this is not about her. Not her fault. She too was raised to believe the greatest asset she could bestow upon her awkward little girl was a marketable facade. By 16, I was pickled with ointments, medications, peroxides, teeth corralled into steel prongs, laying in a hospital bed, face packed with gauze, cushioning the brand new nose the surgeon had carved. Belly gorged on two pints of my own blood I had swallowed under anesthesia, and every convulsive twist of my gut like my body screaming at me from the inside out, what did you let them do to you? All the while, this never-ending chorus droning on and on like the IV needle dripping liquid beauty into my blood. Will I be pretty? Will I be pretty? Like my mother unwinding the gift wrap to reveal the bouquet of daughter her $10,000 bought her. Pretty. Pretty. And now I have not seen my own face in 10 years. I have not seen my own face in 10 years, but this is not about me. This is about the self-mutilating circus we have painted ourselves clowns in, about women who will prowl 30 stores in six malls to find the right cocktail dress, but who haven't a clue where to find fulfillment or how to wear joy, wandering through life shackled to a shopping bag beneath the tyranny of those two pretty syllables, about men wallowing on bar stools, drearily practicing attraction, and everyone who will drift home tonight crestfallen because not enough strangers found you suitably fuckable. This, this is about my own someday daughter when you approach me, already stung, stained with insecurity, begging, Mom, will I be pretty?
Will I be pretty? I will wipe that question from your mouth like cheap lipstick and answer no. The word pretty is unworthy of everything you will be, and no child of mine will be contained in five letters. You will be pretty intelligent, pretty creative, pretty amazing, but you will never be merely pretty. Welcome back to the Smoke and Rhyme Show. Rex 45, that one right there was called uh, Pretty um, by um, KD Mackay. Wow, pretty, huh? Will I be pretty? Uh, you know, we always talk about being beautiful and, and um, going beyond this, uh, the flesh. Because, um, you know, beauty is all the way in the core. And I think it starts from there and, and works itself out. But, you know, in today's society, I think that we get that a little uh, twisted sometimes. And before that was um, Nate Williams. Um, she said no. And that was a powerful one. I mean, again, you know, these, we, we talk about these poets that just, you know, to just put it all out on the line and, 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 and talk about things that are not easy and that people don't want to hear, but it needs to be talking to, talked about. You listen to the Smoke and Rhyme show on new B87FM. It's Rex 45 holding it down in the building. Going to pay some bills. We'll be right back uh, with more poetry, uh, Pot Cafe, and all Pop. that wonderful stuff. Oh, to get ready, it's going down, 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 down. Yeah, the way you're moving. Waka Flocka Flame, live in concert. Waka Flocka Flame, live in concert. Thursday, April 7th, Paradise Rock Club. One night only. Waka Flocka Flame, live in concert. Performing all his hits and party bangs. I go hard in the Walk a flock of flame, live in concert, Thursday, April 7th, 967 Commonwealth Avenue, doors open at 8 p.m., showtime at 9, 18 plus, tickets available at thedice.com, livenation.com, ticketmaster.com, paradise box office, or call at 617-562-8800, keep listening for your upcoming chances to win, exclusively on your all new, what one monumental event? Present Inside the Dance All Live. Celebrating 12 years of Inside the Dance Hall with VOG, J. Cool, and Dr. Dazzle. Wednesday, March 23rd. Night's legendary rock club. Live in concert. Dance Live in concert. 2016. Grammy nominated. Barrington I'm Levy. Kristen Wednesday, March 23rd, Paradise Legendary Rock with special guests Alexis Rowe and more. All hosted by yours truly, P.O.G. Mr. Music by yours truly, J. Cool and Dr. Dazzle with special guests Inside the Dancer, Jeff Two Times, Cross Sound Vibration with Junior Vibe, Early Juggling, Street Fan Block. Wednesday, March 23rd, Paradise Legendary Rock, 967 Commonwealth Ave. Your 
7 p.m. 18 plus. Showtime, 8 p.m. Picks available. Ticketmaster. LiveNation.com. Paradise Box Office. Iron Jamaican Restaurant. Taurus Rock. Flames Restaurants. Mattapan Finest. Inside of the Dancehall. 12th year. Anniversary concert. This is historic. Live Roots Rock Gregory. Gregory returns to Boston. As B87 welcomes 2016 Reggae Grammy nominated. Blessed of masses. This is Morgan Origin. We're letting everyone know this. Don't miss us. Miss us. Miss us. Thursday, February 25th. Brighton Music Hall. Morgan and Heritage. Performing all their hits. Don't miss us. Miss us. The entire anthology of Morgan Heritage. With special guests, hip hop duo, black coalition. Artificial amateurs on it all. Don't miss us. Miss us. Morgan Heritage. Thursday, February 25th, Brighton Music Hall, 158 Brighton Ave, Alston, Mass. All hosted by yours truly inside the dance hall, Mr. Torres, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. showtime. This is an 18 plus event. Tickets available at thedice.com, livenation.com, ticketmaster.com, Brighton Music Hall box office, or by calling 617-779-0140. Keep listening for your upcoming chances to win tickets exclusively on your all new B87. For all my young women, when they need a friend, I am here for all my young women when they think there is no one to turn to. I am here for all my young women to let them know that you can now stand up to this senseless abuse. Please join my efforts in saving our daughters with the Yale Confidence Initiative. And we can all stand up together to make a difference to help stop domestic violence and date abuse with our young women. This message from Kelly Rowland was brought to you by the Yell Confidence Campaign and B877. The official voice of the club, club, club. is now the official voice of B877. I'm with you. Whatever I say, y'all gotta do. Now turn your radio, radio, radio Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all-new B87 FM. It's Rex 45 in the building. Rocking out tonight with uh, some um, really good poetry. Um, lots of good poetry. Uh, that last one right there that you heard uh, before the break was Katie uh, Mackay, um, pretty. Uh, before that was Nate Williams. Uh, she said no. Um, you know, lots of poetry, powerful stuff. That second one we played already on the show. Um, if you if you think you've um, if it sounds familiar, because um, I mean, what else are you gonna be doing on a Monday night besides listening to poetry? And 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 uh, listening to us over here, B eighty seven FM, um, yeah, for real. So next up, we got um, this one is pretty good as well. Um, I sound like Donald Trump saying pretty good all the time, but it is actually pretty good. This one is by Sierra Olson Loss. Uh, you know, give me a shout six one seven four four zero eighty seven seventy seven tell me what you think we got poetry all day for you um in a little bit we're going to touch on that pot cafe lots of news lots of things happening uh with marijuana in the u.s um here we go i wake up and the first thing that lingers out of my lips is Last night was amazing. He breathes out and sighs something into my ear that I do not understand as the morning sun flows through my bedroom window. 
his strong arms wrapped themselves around my torso, his lips grazing the curve of my neck. I swear, this is the best I have ever felt. It's as if you knew I needed you that Saturday night. Just the day before, I swore I would never find acceptance no matter how many leaves I turned over. There would be days when I'd lock myself in my bedroom and, and I'd sob into my mascara-stained pillow wishing somebody, anybody, was there to hold me, to catch my tears and remind me that even angels fall sometimes because my entire world was picked up and thrown into an unfamiliar place that I was too afraid to travel through alone. But, but you took my tears and you kissed away every drop and presented me with with the forget-me-nots you left in my bed and in my stomach, but to this day, I'm not quite sure if you swallowed them or if you spit them back in my mouth with that last kiss, leaving me to drown in my own sorrow. A new place had formed between my sheets that was unfamiliar to anyone except for you and me, between my nervous giggles are shifting eyes and your restless hands. I found a home in the sound of your heavy breathing and you pulled my hair praying you pulled hard enough to stop the blood from flowing to my brain so my heart would continue to do the thinking you you made me forget i was damaged a girl trying to find the fragments of herself beneath your thrusting body last night was the first time i have ever felt like i was worth more than just a passing nod on the street a kiss on the cheek a conversation containing more than the words hello and goodbye and one single night i transformed from lonely to lovely, because you showed me it was possible for somebody to love me temporarily, maybe, but love is what I saw. But see, to you, love is blind, because the only thing you saw through those bloodshot eyes was a temporary place to stay the night. My, my vacancy sign was calling out to you, but you must have mistaken me for a cheap motel, a place you could only stand to stay inside until sunrise, because as soon as you realized it was my bedroom window the sunlight was throwing through my body you were thrusting against and my feelings you were fucking with, you left at the scene. And now... Beat when your hands grope my chest and when you left leaving me behind in that hollow bed taking with you my my innocence and dignity I got this horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach that last night last night I lost more than my virginity I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the... Funny how hand positions change over time when saying those lines. Becomes less of a pledge of allegiance, more of proof to the officers that you are actually a citizen when they arrive on scene August 28, 1955. Money, Mississippi. A little boy with a cannon for a heart is ejected from the barrel of a bridge. Bullets made confetti out of his face. They even tied an elephant-shaped cotton gin to his torso to sink him to the bottom. He had an entire circus act in the bottom of the river, but no one clapped when he emerged dead. I guess death wasn't a part of the act. Emmett Till was not a victim. He was a magician, changed the course of an entire civil rights movement, and all he had to do was snap his neck. November 25th, 2006, they rang Sean's bell. 
The kind of bell that rings, the kind of ring you wear to a wedding, the kind of wedding he was on his way to. He's got a gun. They fired 50 shots into the car, killing Sean and wounding the other two passengers. One of the officers even stopped to reload the way an artist stops in the middle of painting to admire his work. He fired 31 pastels into the car. Sean Bell was not a victim. He was a canvas. August 5th, 2014, Beaver Creek, Ohio. A toy soldier by the name of John Crawford was relieved from duty in the action figure section of Walmart. He walked around the way many PTSD patients do when relieved from battle, gripping his weapon tighter than his grip on reality. He awaited orders from his commanding officer of a mother on the phone that day. Sir, welcome to Walmart. How may I help you? Hold your position. Sir, could you stop waving your weapon like that? Hold your position, sir. I'm calling the police. Hold your position. Put down the weapon. Hold your bang. Whoever says you have the right to bear arms was lying and he was a tiger. Let loose on a jungle full of poachers that day. A mother lost her son. Her father lost his junior. The way a fraction loses its better half when multiplied correctly. There were multiple shell casings at the scene. None of which belonged to the BB gun. John Crawford was not a victim. He was a war hero with a gold star on his straight jacket. The media keeps calling these altercations. I don't understand why they're spelling execution like that. I've never heard slaughter pronounced that way. January 24th, 2004, Brooklyn, New York, Timothy Stansbury, August 9th, 2014, Ferguson, Missouri, Michael Brown, August 12th, 2014, Los Angeles, California, Ezel 4, November 2nd, 2014, Akron, Ohio, Raphael Thomas, November 9th, 2014, Ann Arbor, Michigan, or Russia, November 22nd, 2014, Cleveland, Ohio, Tamir Rice, March 24th, 2015, Cobb County, Georgia, Nicholas Thomas, I apologize. If I have trouble pledging allegiance to a flag that has been determined to do us part and leave our black bodies dangling at the altar, what hurts most about this poem is that half of those people were alive when I wrote it with liberty and justice for all. Wow, welcome back to Smoking Rhyme Show on All New B87 FM. Rex 45 in the building, holding it down on a Monday night, Tuesday morning, um, giving you poetry, poetry, and, and, and more poetry. A little bit of Pot Cafe coming up in a few minutes. Um, man, that last one was powerful. Darius uh, Simpson, Genocide. Wow. Um, most of those uh, cats were still alive when he, uh, when he wrote that poem, huh? That, that, is he a, a, a prophet? Well, it's just, um, you know, or, or do we see the writing on the wall? Um, before that was Celia uh, Olsen with um, Lost, um, which is another powerful. I mean, these two last pieces are, was, was really powerful. Um, you know, losing your virginity uh, in an unwelcome way um, is uh, never a good thing. Um, anything in, in an unwelcome way is never a good thing. Um, and again, you know, captured so beautifully uh, because, you know, everybody wants to be held. Everybody wants to remember the first time. Hey, I think everybody wants to remember every time, um, but definitely the first time. And, and you know, as, we, as we've said many times on the show and, you know, if you're paying attention to what's going on in, 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 in the U.S. and around the world, uh, we know all these uh, bad things happen. Um, and then Darius Simpson genocide i mean 
You know what a what a what a what a powerful piece. I mean, you know, part about you know Walmart, um, and you know the cops taking his time to reload and 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 as if he was painting a canvas, he took his time, um, you know, because he was working on his masterpiece. I you know I mean there's well over six hundred thousand English word, and you know it's 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 nice when we 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 hear a lot of them. Um, and, and the diversity in, 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 in language. I love it. Um, if you're into that stuff, uh, hopefully if you're listening to this program, you're into uh, words, poetry, rhymes, and uh, intellectual uh, stimulation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, give us a call, 617-440-8777. You're listening to The Smoking Rhyme Show every uh, Monday night, midnight to 2 a.m. on the all-new B87FM. Check us out, B87FM.com, and so forth, and so forth, and so on. I could keep going. I got this next one. Chantel, or Chanel, rather, uh, Dupree. Um, this one right here is called Delusion, and uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna just keep rocking. Every night at 8.30 p.m., my grandmother accuses my grandfather of cheating on her. My grandfather is 83 years old. He says to her, now, now Weez, now how am I going to cheat on you when I got to pee every five minutes? The whole family laughs, chalks it up to one of my grandmother's crazy jokes. That was until she swore she saw other women in their house. I don't know if these were hallucinations or flashbacks. Forty years ago, these were all true. My grandfather put food on the table for all five children and left his vows on countless bedsheets. He did what a man was supposed to do back then. Come home afterwards. Leave no trace of perfume, but a wife always knows when someone else's sweat is mixing with their husband's. My grandmother never really got over sharing her husband. Forty years later, these women are still inside of her. She fights every day to get them out. My grandfather calls the house in a fearful slur. Y'all gotta help me. Weez is going crazy. She's seeing other women in the house. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Before I can answer him, my grandmother's voice bursts through my ears like a machete. You get that woman out of my house. What woman, Weez? That bitch by the sofa, sipping my tea like she waiting for supper. Weez, that's the coffee table. You think I'm stupid? I know those legs anywhere. I watched them walk up and down the supermarket acting like they weren't wrapped around my husband, passing me a grapefruit like she's my equal. Weeze, hold up, that's the ironing board. I know those breast printers, you were buried in them last night. Weeze, you going crazy. This ain't crazy, baby. This is called healing. Now, like I said, you got that woman out of my house. The phone clicks off. My grandmother's voice, usually the sound of fresh cornbread, sounds more like a throat filled with gunpowder. I didn't know resentment could cancer the mind. I want to tell her that I'm scared. One night, as she's heading downstairs, she sees movement in the dark, mistakes it for him thrusting, grab the nearest lamp, and just keeps hitting and hitting until she figures out why she stayed in the first place. I want to tell her that I understand. I know what it's like to hand a plate of my limbs over to a man that has already eaten, to see her in her joints, to know exactly what she liked. I want to ask her how she do it with a family. 
put her heartbreak on hold to raise their children, stitch a smile on her face while her sheets are tangled in sin. During the day, my grandfather destroyed his marriage certificate for swung open legs. At night, he returned to my grandmother with an open mouth finally to devour her. Her mouth is now an open barrel ready to fire till death do them part. For the last time, I don't need to write it down. I've got it all up here. See salmon, blueberries, eggs, barley, water, vitamin B12, you see? I won't end up like them. I remember trips to South Carolina. I remember Lenny Williams' Cause I Love You. I remember trees become so clumsy in the fall. I remember getting the news. I remember holding my mother upright. I remember knees succumbing to sentences. I remember unsettling cackles. I remember never wearing that suit again. I remember him being so stoic, statuesque. He has his mother's quiet. You can see it in his beard, in the way he tries to shush the gray. My dad, holding on to synapses for dear life, pleading to still have the option of being ashamed of his sins one day. See, Nana, Nana don't talk no more. Used to have Holden Caulfield in her speech. Now she sounds like missed phone calls. It's all leaving her. Every decision, every regret, a burning cradle as she dives into oblivion. Head first. This disease thinks so highly of itself. It sits in interrogation and says, I ain't snitching on nobody. And Grandpa, he's got it too. I never correct him when he gets my name wrong. At least I remind him of someone, right? It's good practice. He went blind a few years before his diagnosis. Smart. That's how I do it. Don't have to confuse the world in here. With the world out there, everything stays exactly like I remember. I've been running from this so long. My soul needs a second wind, these incessant genes with a God complex, giving and taking. And she takes pride in her hips, but there's something she wish she hadn't gotten from her mama. Dad wishes it hadn't gotten to his mama. The woman that made him man, disappearing without a wooden box. Ain't that brandish? The gall of these professional thieves to break into your home while the sun is up. I mean, the idea is just ridiculous. Dying from a life you can't recall living. Side hugs are bad enough. Side hugs from family members are far worse. I never thought I'd have to say, do you remember me? Grandma, last time I saw you, you were this big. Happy birthday. Is it mine or yours, she says. And we laugh uncomfortably together. She takes her jacket and puts it to her nose as if the clothes she's worn for years all smell like someone else. You know, I'll never forget what she said to me that one night. It was a... She, she said...
Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45 holding it down. Um, that last one right there, that was pretty powerful, huh? Uh, Marvin Hodges, Blue Jeans. And before that, you heard uh, Chanel Dupree, Delusion. Um, both about grandmothers, huh? In different ways, though. Uh, definitely different ways. And um, but no doubt, uh, powerful. That second one we've played before um, by Marvin Hodges, uh, Blue Jeans. First one by uh, Chanel Dupree. We did not. And I mean, you know, I mean, Im- Im- imagine, you know, uh, your, you know, your your grandmother um, not remembering who you are, uh, but remembering some things. That's that's uh, you know, getting old is never easy, and um, taking care of people who are. Older is even is even not even easy at all because it's it's they don't want to be taken care of and and generally young folks are are trying to fit it in and it's usually uh, a a burden which is unfortunate um, but he captured that uh, really well um, and Chanel uh, delusions huh I mean wow that 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 you know from from a granddaughter to um, to capture that and and to uh, and to uh tell that story um very powerful you're hearing that music in the background it's the um pot cafe time <laughs> um finally came around speaking of that um utah uh earlier today uh they had a bill that went out on friday um that some sections apparently the whole all all section of it did not uh make it in time unfortunately uh, so only certain parts uh, of the bill w- were able to vote on today, um, and it looked like uh, it it it, uh, it may pass. Um, and if it does pass, um, folks in Utah now can you know uh, vape if they want to for medical reasons. They can consume. They can have edibles. Uh, they can have patches and other means as well. Um, which is, uh, you know, one more state, one more place. Uh, they're, they're, they're slowly but surely they are coming along, coming on board, giving you the medical uh, marijuana. Hopefully, uh, you know, you know, before Barack steps out of office, he will uh, make it completely legal. But I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But it's, it's, it's good to dream, as they say, um, because that would definitely make life easier. So, um, unfortunately time ran out and they could not get all of it uh passed i mean i think they were trying to go legal all the way um but that did not happen um so what are you what are you gonna do but um at least it's medical at least you can go get a card uh it'll be nice when when more states come on board as far as you can travel in between states with your medical card and and you won't you would not be harassed um you know you can get your prescription um taken care of without any issues that is always a good thing um you know if you're paying attention to the uh presidential primaries that are happening uh in in the democratic side uh Hillary Clinton won in Nevada over the over the weekend uh by like 5% uh Bernie's uh trying to you know chip away at her lead and we know Bernie's for marijuana he supports it Hillary is wait and see uh and on the republican side i think everybody's wait and see i think the only person that was on board 
uh, for for legalizing it or really talked about it was uh, Rand Paul, and he uh, he suspended his campaign so long ago that it's 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 uh, what are you going to do? Um, you know, as they say. It, 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 it's it's uh, it's unfortunate. So I won't even talk about the uh, Republican side, but you know, pay attention to what's going on because you know I know there's a lot of issues going on. Um, some may say bigger than than the marijuana talk, but this is a poetry and marijuana show, so we're going to uh, defend the program. Uh, for those in the in the Boston area, check out uh, Sugar Daddies in Boston as well. They got uh, some pretty cool. Uh, products uh that you need to to help uh consume uh or or whatever other things you want um um, you know they got pipes they got vaporizers they got uh everything you need lighters they got a whole bunch of cool stuff go go check them out uh and 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 get to know what's happening in the city uh they they seem to be well versed on on the happenings as well and and connecting so it is it is a network a family marijuana is everywhere uh, Smoking Rhyme Show, B87FM. Uh, check us out, B87FM.com. On the Twitters, on the Facebooks, you know, on all the social platform. If you like what you hear, check out, uh, you can check our previous show at SoundCloud.com forward slash R-E-X-Y four five. You can hear at your leisure. Listen if you're not up, if you're not working, if you're not creating at this time. Um, you can listen whenever you want. Take it with you on the go. Like it. Uh, and pretty soon it'll be a podcast as well. So keep your ears uh, to the ground for that. We're going to squeeze one more poem in here before we uh, pay some bills and get the second hour of this uh, Smoking Rhyme show kicking off. Uh, this one, ne- this next one here, I think you will like a lot. Um, it's kind of funny to me. But a lot of things are kind of funny to me, I suppose. So I uh, check it out. This one is uh, Melissa Black Thong Underwear. You were at a job interview being shown around the office, and your black thong underwear is on the floor. It is from last Monday. It is from the last time you wore these pants. Your black thong underwear just fell out of your pants. Three voices go off in your head at this time. The first is your mother's voice from that time you peed yourself at your cousin's second grade birthday party in 2001. Melissa, you cannot hold it in. You have to open your mouth and say something. You could get an infection and die. The second is the imaginary bear wearing a tutu that you dream about sometimes when you're anxious. The bear says, leave it. When the office manager finds it, say nothing. Pretend like it fell out of a fax machine. Maybe it did. Maybe it's someone's scarf. Ha ha. (gasps) This bear laughs a lot. The third is your own voice making this sound. (laughs) You pick up your old thong underwear, try to stuff it into your pockets, realize you have no pockets. You try to remember how you got here. You're at an interview for a job you didn't want, your 11th one this summer. You're wearing pants with lint stuck to both of the knees, like children you're afraid to one day have. It was professional enough. You borrowed your sister's shirt because the iron burned a tortilla-shaped hole in the one you were planning on wearing. It was professional enough. The woman showing you around the office is the CEO's daughter. 
She is put together and she smells like citrus. She is professional enough. What is the word for taking bathroom breaks at your retail job to cry? Is bravery supposed to feel like your guts want to slide out of your nose? What is it called if you want everything to go well? Because if it doesn't, then essentially your immigrant parent's citizenship doesn't even matter. How do you not feel an old pair of thong underwear nestled in your fucking pant leg? I mean, shit. Despite everything, they offer you the job. But you still cry on the train ride home because even though it is the 11th and most successful interview, you do not want it. What is the word for being lucky enough to turn something down? What does it mean if you don't care where your heart is as long as there's money in your savings account? Is adulthood your pants? Wrinkled but ready? Is your black thong underwear your heart? Somewhere on a corporate office floor? Hoping it hasn't been too obvious? Hoping it's only you who's noticed it? Hoping you won't let too much time pass? Won't stare at it too long before you reach out and grab it? Showtime at 9, 18 plus. Tickets available at thedice.com. Ticketmaster.com. Paradise Box Office. Or call at 617-562-8800. Keep listening for your upcoming chances to win. Exclusively on your all new. What one monumental event? Present Inside the Dance Hall Live. Celebrating 12 years of Inside the Dance Hall with VOG, J. Cool, and Dr. Dazzle. Wednesday, March 23rd. Night's legendary rock club. Live in concert. Dance Hall Live in concert. 2016. Grammy nominated. Barrington I'm Levy. I'm Broadway. Wednesday, March 23rd, Paradise Legendary Rock with special guests Alexis Rowe and more. All hosted by yours truly, P.O.G. Mr. Music by yours truly, J. Cool and Dr. Dazzle with special guests Inside the Dance Jeff Two Times, Cross Sound Vibration with Junior Vibe, Early Juggling, Street Fan Block. Wednesday, March 23rd, Paradise Legendary Rock, 967 Commonwealth Door 7 p.m. 18 plus. Showtime 8 p.m. Picks available. Ticketmaster. LiveNation.com. Paradise Box. Ari Jamaican Restaurant. Taurus Rock. Flames Restaurants. Mattapan Finest. Inside of the Dance Hall. 12th year. Anniversary. 
controversy concert. This is his story. What's up, everybody? This is Fat Man Scoop. You already know, 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 know. <laughs> 87 has the streets of Boston on lock. We play the hottest music, have the hottest on-air personalities and DJs, period. Most of all, we have those urban listeners that you want to reach, period. If you have a business, a product, a service, or an upcoming event, you have to get in touch with our sales department right now. Not now, right now. Let us help you to grow your business, sell your product or service, and promote your upcoming event. BB87 says your only, only, only real urban choice in Boston. Do yourself a favor right now and make that call today. Call 781-773-8771. Our professional sales staff knows how to get the job done. Call 781-773-8771. When you call, tell a fat man scoop six. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all-new B87 FM. It's Rex 45 in the building, holding it down, holding it down, holding it down. Um, the first hour, lots of poetry. You heard... Uh, Sierra Olson, Nate Williams, Katie McKay, uh, Chanel Dupree, Darius Simpson, Marvin Hodges, and Melissa Lozada. Black thong underwear. That was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, I never, you know, show up at the job with, with my underwears in my pocket or anything like that. But I did uh, leave the house in my slippers one day uh, going to work and thinking I was ready to go. So, I mean, these things happen, you know. And you have to find a positive spin and, you know, still turn down the job, even though they offer it to you after uh, something uh, screwy happened. Speaking of screwy things happen, give us a shout, 617-440-8777. I'd be curious to hear what's the uh, weirdest thing that's happened, uh, either going to a job interview or, uh, you know, Anything they have to do with job or interview. I have a few stories I can uh, tell you about myself that uh, that are pretty funny. Uh, it makes you have to laugh because if you don't laugh, you're going to cry, right? Um, for those of us who are free on the 25th in a couple of days, check out Grammy-winning uh, artist uh, Morgan Heritage. They'll be at Brighton Music Hall. Uh, doors open at 8 p.m. 18 plus event uh morganheritagemusic.com check them out they're grammy kids used to be shabba ranks you said it was a grammy kid now uh there's a there's, there's a few more we love it um inside the dance hall anniversary concert uh march 23rd uh it's about a month away you got barrington levy christopher martin bogle bugle my mistake r.i.p bogle um version and more paradise rock club uh 18 plus event tickets are on the live nation the ticket masters the dice all that fun stuff and i think we have common kings i saw them last year uh tight band out of uh, hawaii they're gonna be at uh, middle east downstairs on march 8th so keep it locked um you know, lots of things. And the weather is not even, you know, it's not even shorts weather. Although I was wearing shorts this morning going to the gym, but uh, it's not quite where we'd like it. We like it hovering around the 70s or above to really uh, say it's it's springtime in Boston. Um, 
here in, 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 in this side of, side of town. But at least it's not zero degrees. So we, I will take it. Hopefully you guys will take it because I get to pull the motorcycle out and, 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 and you know, and, and twist the throttle and have a little bit of fun. Speaking of that, we're going to get back to some more poetry um, and, and keep it going. You know, this one is called French Fries um, by Michelle McLeod. I told someone the other day that I wasn't good with verbal expression in an immediate fashion. Those exact words. Whatever that means, but I stand by it because it's mostly true unless I get lucky and it rids me of accountability or responsibility, right? Or whatever word makes sense there. Not good with verbal expression in an immediate fashion. Like a disclaimer. Don't expect much or anything at all. That should be my tagline or something. Intense question. Well, no, just any question really. You know, I'll get back to you on that. Or not, and don't fucking ask again. I guess it comes from my inability to make decisions, really. It's too much pressure, you know? It's like I just want to know where everything will fall before I jump off or towards anything. Simple question. Would you like fries with that? Um, no, thank you, no. Well, actually, yeah, <laughs> fries, yeah. You know what, no, forget it, no, no. <laughs> Intense sweat as waitress writes choice in pen, meaning absolute permanence. Immediately regrets saying forget it because now there will be no fries but wants fries. This is the rest of forever and she is walking away, never to return with fries. Upon her fryless return, could ask for the fries. But she is cute and nobody likes to look cute in front of stupid people. Stupid, cute people. So I always end up with no fries. Maybe it's because I hate endings. I mean, I know they're inevitable, like we all die eventually, but in an attempt to delay the end, I delay the start by refusing to make any direct or immediate decisions. Just let things fly, wing it, hope for the best, as in hope that whatever the outcome is, is exactly what I want without having to do shit. But when I don't know what I want, surprisingly, no one else does either. So mostly, I end up with no fries. And what's life without fries? It's like life without sex. No, no, I take that back, it's not that big. Sex over fries. Sex over fries, there. That's a decision, right? And I'd say we should end here. On a good note, I did a thing. But that's not really my style. So maybe I don't like endings. Maybe I hate them because I'm not good at them. What female ejaculation feels like. The obsession with female ejaculation feels a little like penis envy. Like, for an orgasm to be valuable, it needs to make a mess, live outside the body, and be the responsibility of others. And it is an out-of-body experience, but female ejaculation loves my body, not for how it looks to others, but for what it can do for itself. Female 
ejaculation feels like sticking it to every scientist who ever doubted it was possible. Feels like evidence that just because they don't know how to do it does not mean it cannot be done. It feels like maybe they missed a wonder of the world. Like Niagara Falls started with a vagina. It's like biting into a grape or a fruit gusher, like opening doors, spilling guts a little, like starting a revolution. Female ejaculation feels like every haunting thing inside me has been waiting for this, their cue to let go. It feels like forgiving myself for having sex with boys who didn't give a shit about my anatomy, who were either too lazy or too ignorant to witness this power. It feels like fucking the patriarchy. So hard and wet, it doesn't know what to do with itself. Like beneath silent screaming and muffled moans, the patriarchy is momentarily speechless stunned. It feels like maybe this is why people believe in God. Like maybe aggressive Christians are secretly having really amazing post-marital sex and just want everyone else to feel it too, but don't have the words or not. But it also feels like a secret. Like you'll find a hidden room behind the bookcase if you pull the right book. Just so. It does not feel like peeing. The internet will tell you it feels like peeing. Okay, it feels a little like peeing. Like you didn't even know you had to pee, but goddamn, did you have to pee? It feels like it might be a consolation prize for being born with a vagina. It feels like coming. Late to the party, but surprise, the party is for you. It feels like it might be a satire of the ever-sought, show-stopping male ejaculation. Like, anything they can do, I can do better. It feels like what I meant to say when he said he wouldn't eat me out because my vagina smells like fish. It feels like spitting on every boy who fears G-spots and clitorises but swears his dick could pass for a lollipop. And yeah, they should be afraid. Afraid of the layers of me. The million different orgasms in me. That my satisfaction lasts so much longer than they do. That I can feel this deeply. Can practically see God and not be afraid to share it with someone else. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all new B87 FM. Wow, huh? That one was a pretty, pretty powerful. Unbelievable. Um, that was Michaela Mitchell. Uh, what female ejaculation feels like. And before that, we had Michelle McLeod with French fries. Um, one doesn't like ending. The other one's looking for an ending. Um you know, I like you gotta love these poets. Um you gotta love what they come up with, where their minds are and and you know, they have they have they just write and then and they just bring it to the people and, and, and you know, even as a poet sometimes I'm just like, What did they just say? But they do it and they get away with it and they put together some really good stuff. Um it makes me wanna be envious of a of a of a female ejaculation. When you when you hear po- poems like that, and um, you know, and 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 you know, maybe not looking for an ending as well, if if you're um, if you're into that, um, smoking rhyme show 
Monday through Monday through Friday. Mondays, Monday to uh, 12 to 2 a.m. We're here every Monday uh, giving you poetry, giving you marijuana talk. We're in the second hour um, of that. Um, we're going to have the pot cafe in the second part of the second hour. Um, but we're going to keep it rocking with more and more and more poetry. This one is Matt Cohen, uh, Hangover. Um, I never thought to write a hangover poem. Maybe I should. Um, cause it seems like, you know, most of us get those <laughs> if you drink. Hangover thoughts. Ouch. Why are my shoes still on? These aren't my shoes. Please let there be a Gatorade in the fridge. No. I heart Miley Cyrus. It's removable. It's removable. Okay, let's see. Oh, I missed the garbage can. Is that meatloaf? Who let me cook a meatloaf? 13 unread texts from, oh, God. Yes, Mom, I'm fine. (laughs) Thanks for the meatloaf recipe. All right, let's see. Uh, Wallet, keys. Where'd my mask go? Did I drop it at the bar again? Uh, I know I had it before the shots. Or or was it after the pitcher? No, no, no. It was the second pitcher. I know it was a Guinness Yingling. No. Guinness Blue Moon Yingling. No. Guinness Blue Moon Yingling shots, pitcher, rum and coke shot. No. That was Tuesday. Last night I drank alone in my room. People tell me that's weird, but I explained to them, fuck you. You don't get it. Since junior high, every day been Halloween. Every party wear a costume regardless. My closet is every shade of someone else. But when I met her, body shaped like a Coke bottle. Probably because she was a Coke bottle filled with rum. Glass so clear, saw my reflection in her. When I pressed her lips, she tasted like home. Been trick-or-treating there ever since. She lets me breathe. Pours me stiff ones to loosen up. That irony I love. Love iron in my blood. My blood alcohol content not high enough. Don't make me a decimal. Let me be my whole self tonight. Or was that last night? Yo, did you see my anxiety anywhere? It could be drowning in the backwash of these bottles. There are a lot of bottles. Maybe I'll recycle them. Because if I had a nickel for every time I hated myself sober, I could buy my parents' house back. Before it, cr- before it cracked in half like wine bottles and kitchen countertops, sweep that up. Here's some vodka. Scrub the carpet till the blood comes out. You know, alcohol is a great stain remover. Removed love from the living room. Ring from dad's finger. Myself from the skin. My brother only texts me when he's a 12-pack deep. This is how families communicate, right? Through whiskey-stained fingertips and slurred speech, waking up with the aftertaste of mom's temper, this bloodline runs thin. But somehow, we always drown. Somehow, I wake up with entire nights removed from my memory. My body thinks I'm a stain. Dear liver, take the day off, man. Let me soak in this toxin a few more hours. As the hangover fades, I feel the mask stitching itself back on. I run to the liquor cabinet and start searching for myself again. For the people who ask me if I'm tired, 
You present your question as some sort of benign inquiry, like you're collecting data for the sleep census as if there weren't two possible results. A, I am tired and now I'm aware that I look like shit, or B, I'm not tired and now I'm aware that I look like shit. The only way your query would be useful is if it were the preface to a longer, more solution-oriented statement like, Hey, are you tired? Because I just set up a hammock in your office. Or, hey, are you tired of homophobia? Me too. Let's start a rally. But no, you never want to start a rally. You just want to talk about the bags under my eyes. How I look like Miku, the raccoon from Pocahontas, and he's not even a recognizable Disney character. Asshole. I have never felt so at ease as the day you called me precocious. I have never feared big words, only those that refuse to use them, and the syllables rolled off your tongue like honey. I was hooked. Language became our vein of communication, and I know that everybody uses language to communicate, but ours was different. As if in between the letters and the syllables there is a secret message only we could decipher. My days were filled with the sound of your voice, and your nights were littered with the loops of my handwriting. We exchanged our favorite words, mine being illuminated and yours being cattywampus. And our least favorites, mine moist, and yours almost. And when I asked you why, you said it was because almost held failed potential. That it represented our ability to be just not good enough. That we had come to the brink of something beautiful but fell short so many times, we crafted a word for it. But even we, with our supposed mastery of the English language, were not immune to the shortcomings of our vocabularies. Words can only help you if you speak them. I never told you that I loved you. You never told me that you were dying. Five easy words that would have shattered our world. I love you, I think. I have a brain tumor. You know, still to this day, I don't know all the details because medical jargon has never fit right in my mouth. And even now, five years later, it feels like an invasion of your privacy. But I do know I have poured over our conversation, searching for the secret message you certainly tried to send me. And I am sorry, but I only almost found it. Salt water is not good for paper, and my tears warped your words. After some serious consideration, I've decided to change my least favorite word, because while moist is gross, malignant is malicious. Malignant is uncontrollable, means a phone call and the phrase, he didn't wake up. Malignant is messy and unfair and a thief. Malignant means I never got to say goodbye. Malignant is the cause of almost. Because you were on the brink of something beautiful, but you couldn't quite reach it, and you fell too far. I am so sorry I wasn't there to catch you. I hope your heaven is a library, and I hope it is void of almosts. Te amo, Daniel. Sleep well. Welcome back to the Smoke and Rhyme Show. On all new B87 FM, it's Rex 45 in the building, holding it down. It's 
been a long time, right? Uh, poetry, poetry, and more poetry. Wow, that last one was by Bianca uh, Fipes. Almost. I might have butchered her last night. I apologize if I did. Uh, before that was um, Justin Lamb for the people who ask me if I'm tired. And before that was uh, Matt Cohen with Hangover Thoughts. I like that Hangover Thought one. That was um, for those that do, um, you know, that has woken up with a hangover. Um, I think they have an idea what he's talking about. And, and you know, at least he ate <laughs> as, 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 as he texts his uh, text messages and, and thanks his mom for that recipe. Um, that's, 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 that's a lot of fun in the night. And uh, he, he's still trying to find himself, and which is uh, if, if you can read between the lines. Um, for people who ask me if I am tired, I mean, I guess you get tired of asking, get tired of uh, hearing questions like that or other questions like that. Um, but maybe he just looks tired or he just looks really bad. Well, either way, Justin does not want to be asked anymore. Um, and that almost one. You know, uh, even though you don't like the word moist, uh, malignant, right? Uh, very powerful. It's always difficult, I think, um, when you hear these poets that, that, you know, that you hear the pain. And, and, and not just the pain, but the process that, 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 they're, that they're, they're going through or someone has gone through um, when you're listening to their poems. And, and, and you literally, you know... It, it, I, I, you know, I, I'm not gonna. I'm, you know, I know nothing of death, so I can't claim to know a lot, any or even close to it. But um, when 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 someone's close to you, or even strangers, or, or whoever you idolize, or whatever, when 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 someone passes, uh, it, it, and 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 if you had a, a feeling or a, a affection towards that person. Um, it does hurt, and, and 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 it's usually hard to deal with, and especially when 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 someone, if if you know someone that's going through cancer, um, and don't make it, um, it's it's pretty, it's bad when they do make it. It's awful when they don't. Um, but again, these poets, man, the way they capture this stuff is is is, is pretty in, in insane. Uh, I can keep going, but I will not. I'm trying to get two couple more in before we go pay some more bills. Uh, this next one is going to be Neil uh, Hillborn, uh, OCD. Uh, there's all type of things happening today, 45. Or something. All these poets, they got issues. <laughs> we all got issues. Um, so there you have it. Uh, that The next one, like I said, is going to be by Neil OCD. The first time I saw her, everything in my head went quiet. All the ticks, all the constantly refreshing images just disappeared. When you have obsessive compulsive disorder, you don't really get quiet moments. Even in bed, I'm thinking, they're locked door yet, watch my yet, locked door yet, watch my When I saw her, the only thing I could think about was the hairpin curve of her lips or the eyelash on her cheek, the eyelash on her cheek, the eyelash on her cheek. I knew I had to talk to her. I asked about six times. In 30 seconds, she said yes after the third one, but none of them felt right, so I had to keep going. On our first date, I spent more time organizing my meal by color than I did eating or fucking talking to her. But she loved it. She loved that I had to kiss her goodbye 16 times or 24 times if it was Wednesday. She loved it took me forever to walk home because there are lots of cracks on her sidewalk. 
when we moved in together. She said she felt safe, like no one would ever rob us because I definitely locked the door 18 times. <laughs> I don't want to her out when she talked, when she talked, when she talked, when she talked, when she talked. When she said she loved me, her mouth would curl up at the edges. At night, she'd lay in bed and watch me turn all the lights off and on and 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 off. She'd close her eyes and imagine that days and nights were just passing in front of her. Some mornings, I'd start kissing her goodbye, but she'd just leave because I was making her late for work. When I stopped at a crack in the sidewalk, she just kept walking. When she said she loved me, her mouth was a straight line. She told me I was taking up too much of her time. Last week, she started sleeping at her mother's place. She told me that she shouldn't have let me get so attached to her, that this whole thing was a mistake. But how can it be a mistake that I don't have to wash my hands after I touch her? Love, it's not a mistake. It's killing me. She's been fun away from this, and I just can't. I can't go out and find someone new, because I always think of her. Usually, when I obsess over things, I see germs sneaking into my skin. I see myself crushed by an endless possession of cards, and she was the first beautiful thing I ever got stuck on. I want to wake up every morning thinking about the way she holds her steering wheel, how she turns shower knobs like she's opening a safe, how she blows out candles, 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 blows out now, I just think about who else is kissing her. I can't breathe because he only kisses her once. He doesn't care if it's perfect. I want her back so bad. I leave the door unlocked. I leave the lights on. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45. That one was OCD by Neil. Hillborn, um, pretty powerful. I will leave the lights on. Um, you know, relationships are tough and tough when you're um, when you have uh, other things going on. Um, and he's finding his way through that one. You got to You got You know, got to You got to love it. Um, poets, send me an email. Poetry at smokingrhymes.com. Drop the G in smoking, baby. If you want to be heard, uh, if you know poets out there that you think is uh, should get a chance to um, come out on the Smoking Rhyme show, definitely send some links and um, we'll take a listen and you never know. Uh, for those that are coming out this week, Morgan Heritage is going to be here February 25th, a uh, couple of days. Doors open at 8 p.m., uh, 18 plus show. Morgan Heritage is going to be a good time. Grammy award-winning uh, reggae artists uh, and their family. It's crazy. Their family, not my family. Uh, we're going to pay some bills. We'll be right back. It's the Smoking Rhyme Show, B87 FM. You don't know the phrase that pays. I know the phrase that pays, man. <laughs> more hip-hop, more dancehall. You got more R&B, more urban music. <laughs> the station giving away the most tickets to your favorite urban event. B87, baby. Boss, boss, to get ready, it's going down, 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 down. Waka Flocka Flame, live in concert. Waka Flocka Flame, live in concert. Thursday, April 7th, Paradise Rock Club. One night only, Waka Flocka Flame, live in concert. Hits and party bass. I go hard in the Waka Flock of Flame live in concert Thursday, April 7th. 
967 Commonwealth Avenue. Doors open at 8 p.m. Showtime at 9. 18 plus. Tickets available at thedice.com. Ticketmaster.com. Paradise Box Office. Or call us 617-562-8800. Keep listening for your upcoming chances to win. Exclusively on your all-new. What one monumental event? That is sick as three Present, present Inside the Dance Hall Live. Celebrating 12 years of Inside the Dance Hall with VOG, J. Cool, Dr. Dazzle. Wednesday, March 23rd. Paradise Legendary Rock Club. Live in concert. Live in concert. 2016. Grammy nominated. Barrington Levy. I'm brother. Rude Boy. Wednesday, March 23rd, Paradise Legendary Rock with special guests Alexis Rose and more. All hosted by yours truly, E.O.G. Mr. Music by yours truly, J. Cool and Dr. Dazzle with special guests Inside the Dance Jeff Two Times, Cross Sound Vibration with Junior Vibe, Early Juggling, Street Fan Block. Wednesday, March 23rd, Paradise Legendary Rock, 967 Commonwealth Doors 7 p.m. 18 plus. Showtime 8 p.m. Ticks available. Ticketmaster. LiveNation.com. Paradise Box. Ari Jamaican Restaurant. Taurus Rock. Flames Restaurants. Mattapan Finest. Inside the Dancehall. 12th year. Anniversary concert. This is historic. Live Roots Rock Gregory. Gregory. Journey to Boston. As B87 welcomes 2016 Reggae Grammy nominated. Blessed of masses. This is Morgan Origin. We're letting everyone know this. Don't miss us. Miss us. Miss us. Thursday, February 25th. Brighton Music Hall. Morgan Heritage. Performing all their hits. Don't miss us. Miss us. The entire anthology of Morgan Heritage. With special guests, if I do, Black Collision. Artificial amateurs on it all. Don't miss us, miss us. More giving heritage. Thursday, February 25th, Brighton Music Hall, 158 Brighton Ave, Alston, Mass. All hosted by yours truly inside the dance hall, Mr. Trashy, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. showtime. This is an 18 plus event. Tickets available at thedice.com, LiveNation.com, Ticketmaster.com, Brighton Music Hall box office, or by calling 617-779-0140. Keep listening for your upcoming chances to win tickets exclusively on your all-new B87. For all my young women, when they need a friend, I am here for all my young women when they think there is no one to turn to. I am here for all my young women to let them know that you can now stand up to this senseless abuse. Please join my efforts in saving our daughters with the Yell Confidence Initiative. And we can all stand up together to make a difference to help stop domestic violence and date abuse with our young women. This message from Kelly Rowland was brought to you by the Yell Confidence Campaign and B877. The official voice of the club, club, club. now the official voice of B877. I'm with you. Whatever I say, y'all gotta do. Now turn your radio, 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 radio,
on on you B87 FM it's Rex 45 in the building um bringing you poetry marijuana talk poetry marijuana talk every monday night uh midnight to 2 a.m. we 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 give you stuff we got it we got you um Shout out to Shabu who holds it down before, and all the other personnel that's on the station um, that keeps us going twenty four seven. You know what I mean. So, poetry. What do you think? Give me a shout six one seven four four zero eighty seven seven seven. Before the break was Neil Hillborn OCD. That was uh, uh, pretty crazy, right? So if you're thinking you got issues, you're not alone. Um, write it down. Write a poem about it and um, keep it going. Um, this next one's by Oz. Uh, you're gonna like this one. Um, he's a national poet. Uh, he's been in the Boston scene. I think Cantab Lounge. He was also at Lizard Lounge a lot. Um, and you know, we're gonna bring you something by him, and it's called. Uh, I ain't gonna tell you what it's called. Just listen. That's all I gotta say. It's, it's just, just listen. Six weeks after we break up, you call me and you say, my heart hurts, I can't sleep, tell me a story. And so I tell you, when your heart cannot bear the weight of us, when you stop resisting the bottoming of it, you will let its lead-lined beating drag you down to the abandoned hell of ancient Greece. Past the three-headed dog with too many gray hairs on its hide to raise its head. You let it lead you past ghosts so long dead they drift around you like cigar smoke. Like Sunday morning fog. You sit by the banks of the river Styx and watch old King Sisyphus pushing a boulder up a mountain old and watch it fall before he can bring it to the top over and over. You tell him, you know why you keep failing? Because you push the hopes of shoving that rock down the throats of the ones who sentenced you. You despite the people who never warned you it was coming. You dream you're smashing into the faces of the mourners at your funeral who spit into each other's eyes so they can pretend to cry. Spiders is not strong enough to move that stone. There is nothing stronger than the legs that carry you through the night to your lover's bed. If you could remember the love you had in your life, you could move that stone. The dust falls from the old king's shoulders as his body moves in a direction as I've turned to in centuries. I've been moving this rock for so long. My fingerprints have burned into the bones of it. My eyes have been scarred by it. All I have in me is stone. I can't remember the sins I committed that brought me here. I do not remember love. You gather his dust-gray face into your hands. Here, you say. Let me give this to you. Let me give you the thighs of my lover. Give you the glisten of his back as I bathed them in the shower. Give you the slow jerk of my body as I kissed them and we fell as the water fell connected by grasping lips. Let me give you the ride of his tongue, the devouring of his mouth, the train roaring from his throat as he gave himself to me in every way he ever did. Let me give you the sweet wedding bulb onto my skin. Take this morning of him from me. Take my grief and his absence. Take him, Sisyphus. Take him from me, the old king. Drinks the memories from your lips. Stands for a moment in the rain of your old passions. He gathers his great gray boulder between the palms of his hands, crushes the boulder to dust. And blowing the remains over the hills, 
watches the dust cloud fall into the waters, it looks like forgiveness. Like Sunday morning fog, like old ghosts running free, it looks like the memories of an old lover. That is, we look within before we name our children, for they will bear our bones. Precious. That is what my mother, at a tender 14, named her unborn child, not knowing who would come first, boy or girl, just knowing it would be precious. But that is just one name embedded like a pillow to cushion the blows from the bullets that fly from the pistols that are my names. Toluwani mi precious. Oluwa fumilayo lajmo ke arewa. Toluwani mi is a lightning bolt, means to God I belong because my mother labored nearly a month shooting prayers like arrows at the demons whom she would not allow to have her child. Oluwa fumilayo is honey in your mouth, means God has given me joy, the kind of joy that has the strength to endure two miscarriages, still come home to breastfeed a baby whom she hopes will grow up to speak English like the best of them. Even now she will sigh and say, I once knew how to speak this language, I don't know where it went. And I long to wrap her in the womb of my arms, tell her mama who needs English when you speak the language language of heavenly love. Olajmoke is a family heirloom, means wealth valued together, becomes a resting place for weary men, so I hide it behind my teeth so no one gets too comfortable. Arewa is a legacy, means beautiful daughter of the beautiful one. My mother's first name is a runaway slave. She shed the chains of Christiana for the royal history of Adetola. See, my mother knew she could not bear a name that would mean one thing to her colonizers and nothing to her tribe. But once I gave my name to a boy, he returned it broken and mangled and ugly, so I ran home begging my mother to exchange it for something he could love. Call me Anna, call me Sarah, call me anything, but this I was choking on the cup of poison that I had drunk from a society that told me adaptation means renaming yourself, reinvent yourself in America. Two neat slaps across the face was all the CPR I needed. She said, Toluwa. Do not reject gifts from God. Your name may not be refined like sugar that slips through the cracks of your fingers, but it is in fact the sugar cane that men must break their teeth on before being rewarded with the sweetness. Your name holds weight. Every syllable is a beat from the talking drum that your ancestors danced to. And though you are so much more than your name, it is your crown, so wear it. Wow, you are so much more than your crown. Uh, Sugar Cane, that one was uh, powerful. Other one by Oz, uh, another powerful poem. You know, relationships. Um, it, it, it's 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 where it is um, for 2016. That one by Oz. He has so many more poems. Um, it it's it's uh, not. It's chilling. Um, it is very chilling, and you know, to 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 hear of 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 
different people's uh, experience coming to the to coming anywhere, but coming to the U.S. and 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 you know, as simple as as a, as a relationship, and you know, doesn't want her name. She wants to give it back, and and because the the the, the boy has mangled it, doesn't know what to do with it. I mean, it's, 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 I, I love where these poets. Uh, you know these things that come in your head and and you get captured in such a way and 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 you, and you bring it back out and it's just really powerful. Um this next one is going to be by Alex Dang. Um Times I've been mistaken for a girl. Um we'll keep it going on a smoking rhyme show B87 FM. Times I've been mistaken for a girl. One. Ever since I was tall enough to reach the phone perched and mounted against my wall, I was old enough to answer it. And every time I did, I was always greeted by someone on the other end calling me ma'am. And for the longest time, I thought they were saying man because I was cool and hip, man. (laughs) Two. When entering high school, I found a correlation between girls finding I was cute and long, swishy hair, so I grew my hair out like how optimists never cut their dreams down or how dreamers never trimmed their hopes short. But this lion's mane became and remained a gender mystery to some store owners asking my girlfriend and I, So, how are you ladies doing tonight? Three. I was always a crier, and with three older brothers, manlier and tougher than I, wouldn't it be strange to hear shut up or buck up? Uncomfortably familiar like loneliness, hearing stop being a girl was a terrible mantra that I just got used to, like, I will never amount to anything, or I will die alone. Four. Though very far from the truth, my mom, in her traditional ways, believes gay to be synonymous with the feminine. So wouldn't it be odd for her to question my sexuality due to the clothing I wore or how much I spent on appearances? Why don't you go do boy things? How are you going to take care of your wife? Five, when my father found out that sometimes I like looking at boys, he told my mother that he lost a son. And I can't help but think about my sister, who's six. My mother always complained about having four boys and no daughters. Seven, my sister was born in 1991, but eight, died three days after her birth due to complications. Nine, my mother didn't want to have any children after that, but ten, my father said he had a feeling, and I don't know what that feeling was, but I think it was eleven, that he wanted to have another daughter. Twelve. I didn't come out the way they expected. 13, I think I was a failure before I was even conceived. 3, I was always a crier. 14, I was always so mad at myself for being so sensitive. 15, I wasn't okay to play house with the girls. 16, I was never good at cops and robbers. 17, they called roll and said Alexandria. 0, I was a disappointment before I even began. 12, I didn't come out the way they expected. 12, I didn't come out the way they expected. 12, I didn't come out the way they expected. And now... I'm at some variable of a number, wondering if it still makes a difference. My hair is shorter, my voice is a little deeper, and I still might not do things a boy does. Instead, I do things a person does. In a text message, you can say anything. For example, no, I'm not, Dirk. I just really miss you, winky sad face. <laughs> Want to see a picture of my dick? JK. <laughs> but seriously, do you want to see a picture of my dick? <laughs> I think we should see other people. This girl gives me her phone number. I never call her. We just send texts. I'm forgetting the sound of her voice, the taste, and pressing calm of her lips. 
I want to leave her when she LOLs. Every time. But this is how we have learned to love. Texting each other pictures of our bodies when we share a bed. We only know how to touch ourselves under the sheets. I ask her, what color are my eyes? She asks me what kind of perfume she wears, how many freckles on the bridge of her nose, her favorite bra. The first time she tells me she loves me, I will read it off of my phone. It makes sense. You see, when firearms were first made widely available during wartime, many soldiers still preferred to use the bow and arrow. It is thought that if the shooter could see the eyes of the man he was killing, he never would have fired. This is how we have learned to love, separating into couch cushions, shooting wildly as if we don't know who we are wounding. This is how we have learned to fuck, voiceless, bodiless. We write things to each other, awful things without apology. Our phones will remember these words, better, Cheated, selfish, stupid, wine, kiss, I, him, me, you, I think we should see other people. I saw her last week. No. I saw her. She looked like she always did, like, uh, like someone who was never really mine. The scent of her perfume. The freckles on her nose, her favorite bra peeking out of her bright shirt. The arrows we have shot through our bodies, each wound soaked to the skin with blood. This, this is how we have learned to love. Are you a person of color looking to get a loan, a job, or avoid police harassment? Please call the 1-800-WHITE-MAN-PRIVILEGE hotline now. Our roster of white men will come to your rescue in almost any situation. Avoid redlining. We can co-sign your mortgage, help you hail a cab downtown, and stop store managers from following you. At job interviews, we can give you that special seal of approval. Our white men will vouch for your intelligence, and you won't even have to remove your dreadlocks. All right, Jamal? And girls, are your ideas ignored at work? Our white man will present them for you. We guarantee your boss will listen. For black and Latino men, for black and Latino men, we recommend our escort service. With Chad by your side, you'll never have to worry about stop and frisk again. Please note, we cannot stop. Please note, we cannot stop white people from touching your hair, calling nine-year-old black girls cunts, then calling you reverse racist for pointing it out. Please do not ask our white men about their privilege. They have no idea they have it. Call the white man privilege hotline now. Notes, we only accept MasterCard. Ten things they never tell you about the drug dealer's daughter. One. She loves Greek mythology. And by the time she learns to love anything more than herself, it's long dead. Two, she is nine when she realizes she's got the blessing of being brought up in a contemporary concept. She's the first on her block to get a stay-at-home dad rap. He plays Barbies and dominoes, and he cooks, y'all. We got enough baking soda in my basement to open ten bakeries. My daddy is a baker. The cakes, they sell so fast, you never 
see them just the customers looking some kind of hungry like they got a sweet tooth only my daddy can yank and I swear we gonna be rich three none of her friends believe her until they all turn training bra and things start disappearing and reappearing in her house first Tanya's television set her older brother's attention, then Danielle's four-fingered ring and her father's retirement fund. Finally, Danielle's whole mother. Four. The girl and her father and their family disappear into a new neighborhood. The drug dealer, the father, he never misses a play, a pageant, a slam, and they ain't rich. But they ain't in them projects no more either. Five. By the time I realize what we are, it's already too late. We are an urban novel you will skim over at Walmart, a four-minute smirk on Fox 8's face. What would occur if Spike Lee and Quentin Tarantino made a film under Easy es direction? The question Black America asks itself every Sunday, I am a baker with nothing sweet left in it. Six, my father is killed. My father is shot point-blank range in the back of the left ear one night, but you probably knew this was going to happen. Saying it out loud makes me feel better, makes this more real. Less magic makes this poem more ten things you didn't know about C.R. Freeman. Less ten things about a cliche you can click your fucking teeth at seven. Some nights I put on my father's chalk outline and I teach it how to walk. My face is a haunted house my mother screams at from habit, not fear. Most days I'm an alley that no one will enter alone. Eight. He is found with no jewelry, just his pocket watch. My baby tooth is snuggled inside after his autopsy is returned to me. Chit, nine, I disappear into my old neighborhood, the suburbs. I got an itch the suburbs just ain't got nails for. I find Danielle, she asks me, did I inherit any of my daddy's magic? I shake my head, she abracadabras something into her arms and says, you know, the drug dealer is supposed to die, right? Ten. I know the stories, how magic can turn black men into myths, that the hood will turn a black man into a monster, and that Zeus made an exit wound big enough for his daughter to walk out of fully armored in Athena. Like most goddesses, never learn to love anything more than herself. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on that all-new B87 FM. Rex 45... Holding it down, um, the last one, huh? Sierra Freeman, the drug dealer's daughter. Man, that is pretty powerful. We've played that one before on, on this program, and it's just chilling. Um, you know, because you really don't get to, I don't usually get to hear um, that side of, of the story. And, and, you know, you hear a lot of other sides, and, and you never hear about the kids that have to um, live with the uh, decisions um, that their parents make. So that was, uh, I love that one. That was pretty powerful. Um, earlier you heard um, Alex Dang with, at times I've been mistaken for a girl. Another powerful piece. Um, we also heard Gage Wallace. Um, and then we also heard uh, uh, Denise Froman. Man, 1-800-WHITE-MAN-PRIVILEGE-HOTLINE. That was a short one, but short and powerful. Wow. Um 
Give us a call, 617-440-8777. Again, a couple of days from now, we got uh, Morgan Heritage, Brighton Music Hall. Definitely check them out live. Grammy Kids, Grammy Family, uh, they're doing it. That's what's up. Uh, you know, Check them out uh, this, in a couple of days. Um, March 23rd, you got Barrington Levy, Christopher Martin, Version and more, Paradise Rock Club. Uh, 20, uh, 18 plus event. You got Common Kings uh, holding it down as well. Also, we have the Peace um, tournament going on March 12th at the Reggie Lewis Center. Uh, myself, Rex45, Big E, G Dub, and the rest of the B87 family is going to be. Uh, Inside that, hosting the, uh, the the basketball game, um, you're wondering what Rex Forty Five is doing at a at a basketball game. I, I, I am on a sports show Sunday, eleven to one p.m. So keep it locked, and we talk about you know sports and and, and make you laugh in the process. So we're gonna be in the building holding that down um, March twelfth. If you if you're in the neighborhood, definitely come down, show the love, show the support. Why would you not want peace? Um, you know, it's a beautiful thing when we get that. Um, speaking of peace, what other peace can we have? Um, a few weeks ago in Brookline, um, a new uh, dispensary is open. So now I believe we have, I think, four dispensaries in Mass. Uh, I'll check the numbers in a little bit. Um, but this one is by appointments only. Uh, and you can get in and get your choices i mean it's right in brookline right of all places um now you don't have to drive out to salem or out to uh brockton you can just uh you know ride the bus ride your bicycle take a stroll and 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 get your your marijuana now you they still cannot post prices uh, so you can't see what the cost is. So you have to go in and kind of talk to the people and, and figure out what's happening there. Um, from my understanding, it is still a cash-only business, obviously because it's it's still illegal federally. So banks don't don't want any part of that, uh, which is unfortunate. But they don't want any parts of it. Uh, so you know, make your appointment. Um, go check it out. Get your meds and 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 and, and take it yourself. Um, 2016, uh, we're on a ballot for uh, legalizing marijuana in Massachusetts. So make sure you're paying attention to that and get out and vote. Um, obviously, get out and vote for any reason because if you don't make your voice or get your voice heard, then you really can't complain about anything. So you at least got to show up and vote, even if you're voting for the other person to show you you're outraged. At, at whoever is in office um, doing whatever they're doing because they work for us. Um, and and, and that's, that's how democracy works. And if our voices are not heard, then they get to do what they want or they think we just don't care. And then they do what they want. And, and, and so can't we can't have that. So pay attention. we got uh, some primary elections coming up relatively soon. Uh, you know, so if you want to have some say in who is running this country, running this state, uh, if you're, uh, you know, above the age of 18 and, and can register to vote, you should and and and, and, and make a difference because it does matter. And for those that think it doesn't um, is is, uh, is wrong because, you know, this is how this is how this is how the U.S. works. Um, voting is part of it. And 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 that's part of the process. And, and we need to make change. So 
Let's legalize marijuana and, and whatever else we want because it's 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 our 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 country. Um, we'll be back next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'll be back next Sunday. But smoking rhymes will be back next Monday, midnight to two. Um, keep it locked. If you like what you hear and you want to hear our previous show, go to SoundCloud.com forward slash r e x y four five. You can hear our smoking rhyme show. You can also hear the Fan Attic Sports Show as well. One of the few, if not only, urban. Uh, sports show in Boston and we keep you laughing having a good time on that if you're around in a couple of days come check us out at, at Brighton Music Hall for that again Morgan Heritage show we're going to pay some bills I'll be in the building um, next week I'm out of here uh, good night people <laughs>